All right, so it is New Year's, and it's kind of crazy to think, at least for me, I'm like, oh my gosh, it is already 2018. I can't believe it. I was thinking about, I heard something somebody say once, and they were like, you know, in life, the days are long, but the years are short, and that's really true. You know, there are days where you just feel like it's never going to end. You know, when is this day going to wrap up? But man, I'm just astounded how fast years go by. It's 2018 tomorrow, but be that as it may, it is, and so what we want to do today, in light of the fact that it's New Year's, is we want to take some time today and just, as a church and as a house of God, as a family of the Lord, we just want to take some time and prepare our hearts for the new year. That we want to come before the Lord and just dedicate ourselves to focusing on Jesus in this coming year. That Christ, for all of us here who are Jesus followers, that the Lord would be first in our lives in 2018. So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to talk about that and we're going to pray about that a little bit. So... We're going to open with our scripture passage, and it's going to be from 2 Kings chapter 23, and it'll be up on the screen behind me. But this is our scripture for today. It says, Now the king sent them to gather all the elders of Judah and Jerusalem to him. The king went up to the house of the Lord with all the men of Judah, and with him all the inhabitants of Jerusalem, the priests and the prophets and all the people, both small and great. And he read in their hearing all the words of the book of the covenant which had been found in the house of the Lord. Then the king stood by a pillar and made a covenant before the Lord to follow the Lord and to keep his commandments and his testimonies and his statutes with all his heart and with all his soul to perform the words of this covenant that were written in this book. And the people pledged themselves to the covenant. All right, let's pray. Lord, we thank you, God, for bringing us through another year. God, that you were with us and you held us, and you carried us. And so, Lord, as we wrap up 2017, as we look to 2018, Lord, we go into this new year wanting to be yours, to be fully surrendered to you, Lord, to be fully committed to you, and, Lord, to be all about you. So, Lord, just today, would you speak to us, and would you help us, Lord, do just that. God, that 2018 would be a year that we would totally dedicate unto you. So, Lord, we ask for you to speak to us today. Nobody needs to hear from me, Lord. We ask that you would speak to our hearts and to our minds and change us. Lord, would you speak and let anything I say, Lord, just fall to the ground as dust and be blown away and quickly forgotten. Lord, we love you. We thank you for your voice. We thank you for your presence. In your name we pray. Amen. Okay, so New Year tomorrow. And I don't know about you. I know for the New Year, it just, it can be kind of an interesting time for people. You know, for some people, they like New Year. Some people, they don't. Some people are kind of in the middle. You know, for some of us, like, we look at the New Year and we're excited because this whole year, we can do with it whatever we want. All this possibility and potential. And some people tackle the New Year just ready to go, ready for new things, ready to keep going, just ready and ready to rock and roll. Some people I know, New Year's is kind of a bit of a time of reflection. They think about the previous year, what was good, what was bad. What can they do better? What mistakes did they make? You know, they look forward into the new year by looking back, which is good to do. You should reflect about it. I'm all for that. But I know for some people, they kind of dread New Year's. Maybe your last year, maybe the last couple of years for you were just full of pain and regret. Suffered a loss, went through hard times, made some bad choices. And you're just looking at the new year thinking, oh man, more of the same coming. You know, you're not excited about it. So I don't know how you feel about New Year's, but it just, it produces all these mixed emotions for us. But I'll say this, and I think this is true for most people. Whether last year 
or the last few years were good, medium, or terrible for you. We all want the new year to be better than the previous year. That's what we all desire. You know, we want this year to be better than last year. And so we just kind of, how do we navigate that? And how do we walk into that as the people of God? Now, me personally, I love New Year's. I'm a big fan of it. I like it because it's 365 days of whatever you want it to be. This whole year is just laid out before you. It's laid out before me. And it's kind of almost endless possibility. So I love New Year's. 365 days. What do we want it to be? What can I do with it? What can I do to get the most out of it? You know, I don't know what that feels like for you, but I love it. 365 days. What am I going to do with it? Endless possibilities, endless potential, and great opportunities. So I love New Year's, and I want to know how to get the most out of it. Now, for all of us, maybe not all of us, maybe not all of you do this, but I think for most people, at least, when we come into New Year's, what's the thing we like to do? We make New Year's resolutions, right? That's a pretty common thing. You know, we make these uh, ideas and lists about what we want to do in the new year. Goals we set. Okay, I want to do this. I want to try to accomplish this. I want to be this. And I think that's great to do. Maybe you're like, yeah, I want to be a better spouse, better parent. I want to read a book a month, learn an instrument. Everybody says they're going to go to the gym. Everybody says that. Um, But whatever it is, we set these goals. And that's a good thing to do. It's important to set goals and set resolutions. I'm all for that. And just to say as a general human principle, you should absolutely set goals and principles, excuse me, goals and resolutions that you are seeking to accomplish. That's a good thing to do. So that's a good thing to do at New Year's especially. But for us as Christians, as Jesus followers, just to say this, that every year, the start of the new year, the number one goal and resolution we need to have, I mean, every year we should do this. Our number one goal and resolution for all time should be Jesus. And what I mean is that every year we should make the goal, make the resolution that Christ is going to be first for us in the coming year. That we're going to live for him, for his glory, seek to know him, seek to grow in him, to serve him. That every year, Jesus and our relationship with him in the gospel should be our number one resolution. That we should do that every year. And that we should approach and enter each year and live throughout that year putting Christ first and living for him. That's what we should do. You know, I don't know if you've ever actually thought about that. I mean, I think sometimes as Christians, and don't take this a bad way, I, I've done this myself if you're doing this. Like, sometimes our relationship with God can kind of get on cruise control. Like, we're like, oh, yeah, I'm a Christian. I'm loving God. I go to church in a small group. And that's great. But it's just important to remind yourself of what's most important, to commit to that, to take time to say, hey, you know what? If Christ is going to be first in my life this year, I need to do something about that. To not just put our faith and our relationship with Jesus on cruise control, like, oh, of course Jesus is first, but to carve out time to make space for that and to be intentional about it. So that's what we kind of want to do today, is to figure that out, how we can do that. Now, when it comes to New Year's resolutions, generally speaking, that tends to be a personal thing that we do on our own. You know, if you set a goal for the New Year or you set a resolution that's just something you probably decide to do on your own. If you're like, hey, I want to go to the gym, that's just a decision and a commitment you make on your own. If you're like, hey, I want to go back to school, that's your resolution. Well, that's great. You can decide that on your own. But when it comes to committing the year to the Lord, the Bible actually gives us a different way to do that. And the way the scriptures show us is God actually wants us and likes it when we actually do this as a group. That we come together as a corporate body 
and commit ourselves to the Lord for the coming year. You know, it's not just a personal thing. Yes, there is a personal element to it. You do that on your own. I do that on my own. But we do it in the corporate community. That's what the Bible teaches us, that we come together and with one faith and one heart and one voice, we just give ourselves to the Lord for the new year. And we commit ourselves both individually and corporately to Christ for what's ahead. And that's what the scripture we read shows us out of 2 Kings 23. We see this exact thing taking place, this corporate commitment and covenanting with the Lord for him to be first. Now, in 2 Kings 23, it's a pretty interesting story. Let me explain it to you. So, 2 Kings 23, we're looking at the land of Judah. At this point, Israel has been split into two countries. Israel's one of the countries, and Judah's the other country. So, it's divided at this point, and we're focusing on the country of Judah. And this guy named Josiah is king. Now, Israel had a very interesting lineage of rulers and kings. Some were really good, and some were really bad, okay? I think it's kind of funny in America, whatever your political slant is, the way we complain about the leader of the other party, you know, we act like, you know, the president we didn't vote for, whether we just go crazy. You want to see bad leaders? Look at Israel. Their bad leaders were really bad. So they had some good and they had some bad. But Josiah was a really good king. And the way it worked in that country was, as the king went, the nation went. If the king followed the Lord, the nation did. But if the king didn't, all sorts of evil and idolatry entered the country. And it was just a big mess. So Josiah inherits a really big mess as king. And so he is going to clean it up. He is going to turn the country around. So what he does, and if you wanted to read this more, you could keep reading 2 Kings 23. We didn't read it in here. He institutes all these reforms against idolatry and different things. But what he does is he calls the people of Judah together. They gather corporately, and they make this covenant with God that God is going to be their first passion and their first priority. So he calls the people together, and they make this incredible covenant. They say how they're going to follow him to serve the Lord, listen to his voice, committed to his word, serving him, his mission, and the people all pledge themselves to it. It's a pretty cool scene. And this covenant they make sweeps the country. I mean, it's really this example of revival in the Old Testament. It's really powerful. And so what's modeled for us out of Second Kings is this whole idea of us coming together corporately to pledge our hearts to the Lord as we enter the new year. That we as a church, that Martha Bowman, United Methodist, we would be known as a people in 2018 that we have committed and pledged ourselves to the Lord to put him first. And so that's what we want to do today. We want to take some time to do that and enter into that. So here's what we want to do. So we're going to do what's called a Wesley Covenant Service. Some of you know what that is. For some of you, that's going to be a new term. So let me explain what we're doing today. So we are United Methodist Church. And we are affiliated, I'm sorry, we're affiliated with that denomination. And so as United Methodists, we love our history, we love our tradition. And one of the things that United Methodists do at New Year's is we have what we call covenant services. And United Methodism was founded by a guy named John Wesley back in the 1700s. And he led this great revival in England that just swept the nation. And something that the Methodists would do back then, starting in 1755, they would gather at New Year's, either on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day, they would, the church would gather, and they would pledge and covenant themselves to the Lord for that year. And they would pray these prayers, and with one heart and one voice and one faith, they came and said, okay, God, we give ourselves to you this year, that you are going to be first, that we are going to live for you. And the Methodists started doing that, and they did that year after year. And so what we want to do, just 
in this church, we want to follow that example and take some time today in prayer and just in our own hearts, commit ourselves to the Lord for this coming year. You see, Wesley understood the importance and the power of the church coming together and praying these prayers and unifying their hearts and committing themselves to the Lord. And so we want to do the same thing this year and this time for this year. And so we're going to pray a couple of prayers. And here's how we're going to do this. We're going to pray three prayers that address three different areas of our relationship with the Lord and our faith. And we're going to pray through these and just commit ourselves to the Lord in these areas for this year. So this is going to take not too long, just a couple minutes. We're going to put the prayers up on the screen. and We're going to pray through them. And so we're just going to commit ourselves to the Lord and pledge ourselves and covenant to God in 2018. That we would be a people, that you would be an individual follower of Jesus. And us corporately as a body, we are surrendered and committed to the Lord as best we know how for this year. And so how this is going to work is, in just a second, we're going to pray. And I'm just going to introduce an area of faith, all right? We're going to pray about serving the Lord, growing in holiness, and obedience this year, and listening to God's voice. And so I'm going to introduce each topic, and with each area of faith, we're going to put a prayer on the screen. I'm going to read the prayer out loud. You don't have to read it with me out loud. I want you to just pray it in your own heart, all right? This is not going to be like if you've ever been to church and they cite recite the Apostles' Creed together. We're not doing that. All right, this is just, you pray it in your heart. But we're going to go through these each at a time and just say, okay, God, we are going to live for you this year. It's probably going to take about 10 minutes. That's what we're going to do. Now, as we head into this, let me say a couple of things. I know some of you have probably done this or something similar if you've come to this church or another church for a while, so you know the lay of the land. But for some of you, this might be a little new. This might feel a little unfamiliar, a little foreign, and that's okay. I just want to invite you, if you want to live for the Lord this year, if you're like, Lord, I want to put you first, just invite you to kind of push through kind of the foreignness of it and just say, okay, I want to give this a shot. I remember the first time I did this, and it was a little different. It was a little strange, but it was powerful. You know, I prayed some prayers, and the way God moved in my life and just showed up that year was pretty cool. So just invite you to step into this. But as we do this, let me say a couple of things. Um, number one, these are really cool prayers and they're powerful prayers. So just come before the Lord with some reverence and humility. And as we approach this throne today, we're making these prayers. Just come before him, reverence and humility and saying, God, here I am. The second thing I would say is this. Um, these are serious prayers. And if you're not ready to pray them, you can hold off. You know, I think sometimes when we do stuff as a body, everybody feels this compulsion. You have to participate. If you're not ready, you can hold off. You know, making a pledge and a covenant to God is a big deal. And it's okay if you're not ready. I mean, I wish that you were, but I just want you to give you the freedom. If you're like, you know what? I'm not quite ready for this. You can hold off. But just know as we do this, this is important and this is serious. These are going to be pretty serious, kind of somber prayers. So just do it with wisdom and sober judgment. And just be honest with yourself. And just feel the grace. Just know that there is grace. If you're not ready to do this, that's okay. There really is. The third thing I would say is this. If you're here, I just want you to know if you're not a United Methodist, you're welcome to be a part of this. I don't want you there to feel like, oh, well, I don't go to this church. You might be here today, and you may never show up again. And, you know, if that's the case, God bless you, wherever God leads you to. But if you want to pray these prayers, I don't care if you're Episcopalian, Baptist, um, Catholic, I can't even think of another denomination, whatever. Whatever you are, 
you can pray these, okay? If you feel like the Lord leading you to. Does that make sense? So you're just going to stay seated, and I'm going to open us in prayer in a second. We're just going to go through these one at a time. And again, I'll open us up in prayer, and then we'll go through each area of faith. Again, we'll talk about serving the Lord, holiness, and obedience. And we'll have a prayer up on the screen. I'll read the prayer, and you just pray it to yourself. You don't, have to, don't pray it out loud. Just pray it in your own heart. And we'll go through these, and then we'll wrap up, okay? But just to encourage you with this, and we'll get going. You are made to live in God's fullness for your life. And so am I. If you knew how much God loves you and how great it is to live for him, you would never doubt him again. And so just know that Jesus is crazy about you. And what we're doing today is just our small step of trying to enter into the fullness that God has for us. You know, Jesus said, I've come to give you life and that he wants us to have his fullness. And so we make these prayers today, not out of some obligation, not out of some, well, you better do it or you're a bad Christian. No, this is, we love God because he loved us. And we want to just enter into his fullness for our lives this year. And we want to put him first because putting Jesus first in your life is the only way life makes sense. If Jesus is not your top priority, your life is just not going to work the way God intended it. So you're praying these prayers and making this commitment for you to enter into the fullness of God in your life, okay? All right, so let me open this up in prayer, and we'll do this. You guys will pray with me. Oh, God, searcher of all our hearts, you have formed us as a people and claimed us as your own. As we come to acknowledge your sovereignty and grace and to enter anew into a covenant with you, reveal any reluctance or falsehood within us. Let your spirit impress your truth on our inmost being and receive us in mercy for the sake of our mediator, Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. All right, so our first area we want to commit ourselves to the Lord in 2018 is to serving Jesus. And just to say, Jesus has a lot of things he needs done, all right? Some of them are easy and fun. Some are hard. Some are going to fit your personality, and some are going to go against what you want to do. But we want to be the kind of people that whatever God calls us to, we would serve him faithfully. You know, as when God told Mary, hey, you're going to be the mother of the Messiah, she said, Okay, let it be unto me as you've said. And so our first prayer has to do with serving God. And again, I'm just going to read it out loud, and you just pray it on your own and pray it in your heart, okay? But this is our first prayer. Let me be your servant under your command. I will no longer be my own. I will give up myself to your will in all things. Lord, make me what you will. I put myself fully into your hands. Put me to doing Put me to suffering. Let me be employed for you or laid aside for you. Let me be full. Let me be empty. Let me have all things or let me have nothing. I freely and with a willing heart give it to all your pleasure and disposal. In Jesus' name. So just take a few seconds here. We're just going to pray silently to ourselves as we commit ourselves to serving Jesus this year.
The second thing we want to pray for is walking in holiness. This year, we're all going to have sin in our life. We're all sinners in need of Savior, but we want to be people who commit ourselves to growing in holiness and Christ-likeness. As Jesus said, without holiness, nobody can see the Lord. And so the sins that are in your life this year, know that God wants to help you get more free of those and to walk in his freedom. And so here's the prayer. I'm going to, again, I'll read it, and you just pray it to yourself. I hear from the bottom of my heart, renounce them all, covenanting with you that no known sin shall be allowed in my life. Against your will, I have turned my love toward the world. In your power, I will watch all temptations that will lead me away from you. For my own righteousness is riddled with sin, unable to stand before you. Before all heaven and earth, I hereby acknowledge you as my Lord and God. I take you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, for my portion, and I vow to give myself, body and soul, as your servant, to serve you in holiness and righteousness all of my days. In Jesus' name. All right, just take a couple seconds here. We'll just pray silently as we commit ourselves to God's holiness this year. Last thing we want to pray this year is that we be an obedient people. If you want to boil the Christian life down to one thing, it is hearing God's voice and doing what he says. Jesus said in John 6, I don't do anything unless God tells me to. And that's how we want to live, that we would hear the Lord and do what he says and obey him in all things. You know, when God tells you to do something, tells me to do something, that's the end of the discussion. I heard somebody say once, if you read something, a command in the Bible, you do not ever need to pray about it. You just need to do it. And so we want to be people just hear the Lord and obey him and walk in that fullness. So and this is our final prayer. I'll read it again. I do here willingly put my neck under your yoke to carry your burden. All your laws are holy, just, and good. I therefore take them as the rule for my words, thoughts, and actions, promising that I will strive and order my whole life according to your direction not allow myself to neglect anything I know to be your, my duty in Jesus' name. All right, just for a final time, let's just take a few seconds and just in your own heart to surrender yourself to obedience this year to serve God and do what he says.
me wrap us up in prayer and pray with me. Lord, we come before you. We have pledged ourselves to you. Lord, we are imperfect, broken people, all of us, but your grace is more than sufficient. So, Lord, we give ourselves to you as best we know how for this year. God, to walk in serving you, growing in holiness, and obeying you. Lord, I pray that you would lavish your love upon us, Lord. And, Lord, that we, all of these things we've covenanted, God, would be an overflow of your great love for us as we seek to love you back. Lord, I pray for every person in this room who's able to pray these prayers today. God, that you would help them fulfill this covenant and this pact with you. Lord, I pray that 2018, as we move forward, would be a year of incredible growth. Lord, it would be a year of your favor. And Lord, it would be a year, whether it's good or bad, we would grow in you and put you first. God, would you be our all-consuming love and passion above everything else? Lord, as your word says, we are to seek you first. So Lord, help us do that this year. And we give it to you. And Lord, I pray that the covenant we have made today with you on earth would be ratified in heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so that's it. So if you were able to participate in that, you felt like the Lord was leading you to, that's great. If you were had to hold off, that's okay. You know, that is okay. Do it when you're ready. But just for us to know, that as we head into this year, you know, it's going to be an interesting year. You know, every year of our lives, there's some good, there's some bad some mountains, some valleys, joys and sorrows. But as we give ourselves to the Lord, know that our lives are in his hands and we live for him, that he will sustain us and he will take care of us. Um, in Revelation chapter 2, it says, you know, Jesus is to be our first love. And that's what we are trying to execute today, that we would really live for him in that way this year, that I would, and so would all of us. And my prayer, really, for all of us is that this year, since we've committed ourselves to the Lord, when 2018 wraps up, we could be able to say, as Isaiah the prophet said, that this was the year of God's favor in our lives. So I'm going to call the band up, and we're going to have a closing song. You guys can come on up. One, during this last song, we're going to take up the offering. Um, but two, you know, if you want to come forward and pray at the altar just on your own, just a little extended prayer time, you're welcome to do that. And we're just going to come for the Lord as we wrap up this song. And just to encourage you, you know, if you pray this prayer today, that's awesome. And just to know that you're going to fall short of it, and so am I, but that's why God gives us grace. It's okay. You don't have to live it out perfectly. You know, God judges our hearts, not our results. But I'm excited about this year. I'm excited about what God has for you. I'm excited about what he has for me. And I'm excited about what he has for us as a church. And we just want to enter into the fullness of God, as Paul talks about in Ephesians chapter 3. So thank y'all for doing this. Again, I know it's probably a little different, a little odd way to do a service, but God really does honor this, and I think it's going to really make a difference in your year. So I'm going to invite you guys to stand up. Again, you're welcome to come pray at the altar if you like, but we'll have this closing song.